Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. All right, here we go. It's How We Seize It, episode 164. This week, we're, we're going out of the comfort zone, and uh, we're, we're taking on an Indian mega film, RRR. Going out of our uh, country zone. I like that. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> That's right. So uh, yeah, this is this is one I've heard a lot about. It's it's got a lot of uh, Oscar buzz and award buzz, and it's it was the most expensive uh, Indian film, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think that's. Um, I, I don't I don't know if it's the right way to call it Indian film because Saluga is but. is the is kind of the southern area of India where this comes out of, and so they refer to these as Tollywood films as opposed yeah. to Hollywood, um, right? Because of the Telugu. So uh, I don't know. I, I do I I do think you're correct. It's the most expensive. Oh, I know that part. That's that's people Indian say a lot. Indian film. I don't know if it was India or actually uh, the, that southern area. Or just Tallulah or, yeah, no. So, and, and apparently they would, uh, in India, there's a ton of different, you know, we just basically have Hollywood, <laughs> you know, and they're different, different um, groups from Hollywood, different, different uh, franchises, I guess, or, or corporations. But I guess there, they have like distinct different areas the uh, Tollywood and Bollywood are, are completely separate, which, and apparently there's more, there's a Hollywood and a, another one and uh, the, just multiples, but I guess... There's, it's a bigger area uh, than the U.S. I wonder and if that's the influence of their, you know, the the caste system and and the classes that that have could uh, be. Huh? It's I, a, yeah, I, I mean, think we got to get our history lessons going here and dig in. Oh, but right now, we're just talking about a movie, so. So okay, well, if we're gonna if we're, if we're gonna get into history lessons, we got to get to something we do here on how, how we seize it. With every episode we do, we get some drinks going. We pair drinks to uh, the movie, and if we're gonna get into history, I need to have a drink. Cause, That's right. Uh, so, so let's Helps get on to that right away. So much better. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first, okay. like I always do. Um. So I uh, I paired this movie with a drink. Um, that I'm, I'm kind of excited about. One of the, one of the epic parts of this movie is, is the bromance that goes on between <laughs> Beam and Raju. Almost... And, uh, and they, they have, it's almost uncomfortable for American, American audiences to watch this because it, it, it kind of crosses the line between what is, what is considered friendship and what is considered, you know, a little bit more like, uh, a relationship that goes beyond, uh, uh, hetero life mates, you know, you might say, but anyway, right. they, they do a lot of, a lot of, uh, piggyback riding and shoulder riding. And it, it, you know, after, after the dance off, um, there's some piggyback riding going on. They do a lot of exercising with shoulder riding. And, and of course the big <laughs> epic finale is this unbelievable, uh, ride on his shoulders when he's broken out of prison and, and, yeah. and we'll get into that. But anyway, I found a, a rye whiskey called a piggyback rye whiskey. 
Oh yeah, yes, yes. I was thrilled about. So uh, so and there's actually a drink called a piggyback smash that I I I kind of took that and ran with it. So this is called a Toluga piggyback smash. And nice. um, it's uh, four lemon wedges that uh, you're going to throw into a tin with two ounces of this Whistle Pig piggyback six-year-old rye, which I found at BevMo. I, I, actually, I think uh, I think Bottle Barn had it too, but but uh, I was in the BevMo area. I feel I feel like I've, I've betrayed. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you're, Barn. you're a cheater. You're a cheater. Uh, three quarter uh, ounces. I can't. <laughs> I can't tag him on this one now. Gosh. Uh, three quarter ounces of Campari and. Um, the regular recipe calls for some simple syrup, and I did a curry syrup, and maybe this is a little stereotypical of Indian cuisine, but uh, they do have a lot of curry in their in their um, food, which even mm-hmm. in the in the southern India area. Um, so there's a there's a curry curry syrup with uh, Madras curry, which is, uh, which I actually made. I made up, I whipped up some simple syrup and added some Madras curry spice, which gives it a little extra heat than just standard curry. And I put that instead and, uh, you know, you muddle it up and shake it and throw it in a, in a glass. And it's my Toluga piggyback smash, which is what they do at the end when they're, (laughs) when they're defeating the, the enemy. (laughs) <laughs> okay, because uh, uh, smash has a different uh, uh, meaning uh, to a lot of our younger uh, well, listeners. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's the actual cocktail name, and there is a, a smash yes, is, no. is typical of. So, so I didn't I didn't stray from that. I mean, I could have called it a, a you know, a, 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 a Toluga piggyback of uh, of peril, you know, after. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But, no, that's uh, awesome. That sounds really good. I like that. I I, I struggled. This time to find a cocktail. Uh, I don't, I, you know, what I wanted to do. I couldn't, I couldn't think of what was like. There was so much. It was almost too much. And some of the things that you know, you mentioned it, uh, the bromance a little bit. I actually looked for a bromance cocktail, but didn't find <laughs> anything. Uh, and I was gonna, I was gonna kind of go down that route. And then I started thinking about it. Uh, I listened to a few podcasts, and one of the things people talked about a lot in this was was the tigers. You know the different tigers in there, and uh, there's a couple different scenes with them, and and how much of a uh, an effect it had in the beginning, and you know it's it's probably one of its major CGI points, um, but that in the beginning there's a chase with the tiger, and it was a pretty exciting scene, and there's there's a lot of tiger's blood in that scene, so I went with a cocktail called the Tiger's Blood. Now, not only did I find a cocktail called the Tiger's Blood, I found multiple, and uh, two very different Tiger Bloods uh, drinks. And one, uh, the first one I did, because I did both of them because I had to, I'm calling this one Tiger Blood's Fire. Nice. And this is a, uh, I went with, uh, oh, let me check my notes just because I changed it a little bit from my paper. Uh, I ended up going with two ounces of a sake that I picked up um, at Bottle Barn. I, I, I didn't cheat on them. Uh, I went right <laughs> over there. I, <laughs> I even got one. It's called Hero. Which nice. uh, I thought was just kind of good because these guys are kind of heroes, uh, even though it's you know sake is more of a, an Asian um, you know kind of thing. I it, I had to go. India with this is one. Asia, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. a little bit different Asian. <laughs> but uh, then it went with uh, four ounces of a V8 tomato juice. I still had that big bottle from last time when I did my uh, everything uh, everywhere all at once uh, uh, cocktail. Um, you got the order right. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been working on it. Uh, from from last week, my my uh, bloody uh, 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 Joe Boo Tapaki 
Uh, so that was my last last week's drink. So I still had the tomato juice from that. Uh, this also then goes with a pinch of wasabi. And we just happen to have a little tube of wasabi in, in our fridge because every once in a while we, we do some homemade sushi. And then uh, uh, five ounces of a soy sauce. So it's kind of like a Bloody Mary style, but wasaki. Um, and, you know, staying wasaki and going with wasabi and the soy sauce. And you end up keep, keeping that kind of Bloody Mary flavor, but a little bit, little bit off, a little bit different. And I was a little worried at first because I was like, oh, man, wasabi. Sometimes it gets me, sometimes it doesn't. I wasn't <laughs> so sure. Uh, this actually is a lot better than I was expecting. So this is, this is my um, Tiger's Blood Fire. So that's your savory drink. and uh, uh, Yeah, savory. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Then there's a traditional. Uh, also, when I found this one, this was uh, the Tiger Blood. Um, there was a time when uh, Charlie Sheen went a little crazy, and he was talking about he drinks Tiger's Blood. Charlie Sheen going crazy? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, <laughs> this this that drink was uh, was geared towards him and his, his craziness and his, his Tiger Blood. <laughs> this one is a more traditional uh, Tiger's Blood, and I call this one uh, Tiger's Blood Water. Uh, this one has uh, one and a half ounce of a strawberry daiquiri mix. Uh, I had a little perfect little can. I didn't have to break out a big bottle or buy a new bottle of a little strawberry daiquiri. Uh, normally it called for a watermelon juice, but I didn't have that. But I did have 0.5 ounces of a watermelon pucker, which I was like, that even <laughs> for me, that's even better. I'd rather have watermelon pucker than watermelon juice. At least it's uh, not Jolly Ranchers, you know. It's that would, close. That would have scared me. <laughs> Uh, 0.5 ounces of uh, uh, the Coco Real uh, cream of coconut, and nice. two ounces of coconut. Yeah, two ounces of rum. India flair again with that. Yeah, they called for uh, the Malibu rum, the coconut rum, but uh, I went with a, just a traditional, uh, regular, just uh, golden rum. Uh, I just I thought it would be better. I I, I kind of wanted a little bit more kick, and I was thinking it was already going to be a lot, a little bit too much on the sweet side, so I stayed away from the coconut rum. Went with that. So. Put that in the shaker, shake it up, pour it over ice, and then top it off with a ginger ale. Now, this thing is delicious. <laughs> uh, you know, my wife, Alyssa, she tastes all of them all the time. And right away, she was like, yeah, that that's really good. So I was like, yep, yeah, that that's a keeper. So those are my two tiger bloods, fire and water. Fire and water. And for our listeners who haven't seen the movie, RRR, um, well, it stands for Rise, Roar, Revolt, at least the English translation. But in the movie, yeah. they use fire and water to kind of represent the first two R's. Fire, they pull the mm -hmm. R out. And then water, yep. they pull the R out. And then when they finally come together and have their, their macho you know, bromance <laughs> underneath the bridge after they've rescued the kid, all three yeah. R's flash and it becomes, you know, becomes, I don't know. I, I, I did a little research on what this all meant. Um, and, uh, you know, it sounds like it's, it's very culturally, uh, he's stuck in there and I, I didn't, I didn't get very far with what it all meant. So I don't know where that was going. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to actually well, watch this in the original language. <laughs> um, it's not available on Netflix in the original language. You can go to another, uh, streaming service. I think it's like S E E or Z E E five or something like that, something to that effect. And, uh, you can pay 10 bucks to, to subscribe for a month and you can watch it in its original language, but on Netflix, they've got it translated into the Hindu language, but uh, it, their, their English translation is what I watched, which I'm typically not mm -hmm. as fond of, but, uh, but that, that's, it seemed to, to, I don't know if I could have watched this having to read everything. I really don't. There's a lot of English in it because they do have they do have the the colonialists that speak English and and uh, 
It's a it's a couple people. Yeah. You, you and what they say doesn't mean a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think you're going to get a lot from it. Uh I I also watched it in the English version and there's a part in this where um Beam is talking to um Ginny um who's an English lady, right? Uh, That's the one he he's he's quite fond of, right? Yeah, which there's some issues with that I have, but the fact that he's talking to her and uh, Raju is having to uh, translate for him. And <laughs> so Beam says it in English and Raju tra uh, translated it into English. And she looks at him like she doesn't know what's going on. Alyssa's like, wait, he, he just said that. And I was like, <laughs> you got to understand that the, it's all in English, <laughs> but they don't speak the same. I, I, I got it, but it was just one of those. It was, I could see where people were. What the hell's what's going on here so yeah it was really odd with the dubbing like that but i i get it i don't know if i'd want to watch this having to read everything um speaking of english speakers uh we're on a rediscovery tour of uh, forgotten indiana jones cast members because last week we had we had uh ki, ki kwan with for a yep. short round but this week we get allison duty from uh last crusade she was elsa yep and she played uh she played she she was opposite uh Volstag, you know, from uh, from Thor, as the right. two, as, as the as the two uh, kind of you know the villains of the of the movie, which yeah, was, I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> well, that's funny too because you say Ray Stevenson, uh, he's also an MCU guy. He well, that's why I said Thor, Thor Volstag, yeah, yeah. It's uh, just kind of funny that yeah, they're they're you know from a lot what we do and what we're into, and like oh these guys are popping up out of nowhere. It's so it's, it's kind of interesting to see uh, Bollywood or Hollywood films that that cast in, you know English forgotten English actors. It's almost like they're looking for work, <laughs> and and hey if they're you're gonna get you're gonna hire they, their performances weren't necessarily the best, but well anyway. I think I you know it's funny people brought that up there like how bad uh, all the the white people were is is the words that I got from other which I hate the fact it's like whatever but anyways it was like you know and I was like well yeah they were probably told to act bad because they want you to hate everybody that's white in this movie except for maybe Jenny right and it's kind of like you know it was like, true well, yeah. yes so she was the diamond know, in the rough right <laughs> which that part of the story made no no sense at all like sense why? this movie didn't make that much sense but <laughs> it did it was a, it did, was a cohesive narrative so i take that back a little bit but but as far as there was a lot of things that defied uh, more than just sense it defied okay you, you know <laughs> gravity it defied um, common sense and uh, oh what was the uh, if you if you you could listen to some great reviews of this and i recommend the uh, what is he what's his name the, the critical drinker on youtube listen to his review of this movie he's hilarious but okay. um, he says um gosh where's this insanely overblown action sequences that take the laws of physics and tell them to go fuck themselves <laughs> loved that well yeah it is well in this this is a long movie. I, I I guarantee that we're probably not going to podcast longer than the movie this time, which which isn't always a, a given on this podcast. We we typically will will do <laughs> a longer podcast than the movie themselves. Sometimes you're in it for the long haul. That's right. <laughs> uh, we are not going to make three hours and ten minutes on this one for sure, or three hours and seven minutes. I I know that. And actually, that's that's kind of what I had a problem with this movie was is uh, I lost interest about two hours in i i, I tried yeah. i really okay. and 
And I watched it straight, and that may have been the problem. Well, uh, I, sh I should have been really drunk, and I should have taken breaks. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me just throw a spoiler out there uh, for my, my own experience, because as we get into this conversation, I just want to admit, I absolutely loved this movie, and I have no clue why, because it's ridiculous. It's, it's insane. It, it, you know, they break out into dance at times, but there was something about it that was electrifying and just really okay. grabbed me. And I have been watching that dance off sequence over okay. and over and over again. But, but you're best scene. scene. Yeah, but Be and, it is, it is by far the best scene, but it demonstrated something they did throughout the movie and just made these characters so, um, so charismatic and and vivid that oh. you want you you were emotionally attached to them. So okay, I, let's let's know, talk more. But I I I can't quite explain it. I no, I, I get it. I, <laughs> there's a lot of people that did really. I mean, there's a lot of people that were like, oh my god, this is the greatest movie ever. And then and there's some people that were probably like me, where it was kind of <laughs> like, it was fun. I will never watch it again, at least the entirety. Uh, and there was parts that I really enjoyed, but there was also parts that I was like, I would never pass the phone test. Would I, I couldn't, you know, I was like, what the hell is going on? I maybe, and maybe it's because I got so tired of it by the end that I was just like, I, I, I don't even know what's going on anymore that I was, I was overwhelmed and I just, it just took me out of it. But this, oh. this dance scene you talked about. <laughs> yeah. Which is what you you mentioned, Oscar buzz. I think that's the only nod it got was for original song, for this Nacho Nacho oh, okay. uh, uh, <laughs> song. Because yeah, it's, Which, it's one of the staples of of Bollywood or or Tollywood is to kind of break out into ridiculous yes. things at times. And well, <laughs> I think it needed more of that. Well, they do they have, the, have the, when he's got the when the, he's doing the, the flogging. He does sing a song to kind of. Yeah, the, but they're not dancing, and right. it's it's very somber, and it doesn't it right. It doesn't. This was this was like the grease lightning of grease moment, where it's this kind of crazy song, and 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 ob obnoxious. Everyone gets involved. You love to hate the 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 white colonialist. That's 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 you know. Yes, and you can watch this scene on Netflix too if you just want to get the short short version of this it is, movie. <laughs> it is great, and it's funny because uh, the the lyrics say nacho 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 over which apparently in the Thule language or whatever what it was i can't remember the hindi language whatever it was that the song is done is it means dance yeah i think is what yeah if you watch it on netflix they they have subtitles for the all the all the lyrics so. and uh so for me though i was sitting watching with Alyssa, and it's going nacho 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 and i was like damn now i'm hungry i think i said netflix and youtube is what i meant I don't think okay yeah yeah the it, it is not on it is not yeah. on Netflix there is yeah. no subtitles for the songs which I also believe is another downfall for the American audience that only speaks English um, because the songs and and th apparently this is this is normal is their lyrics are very uh, much a story in their movies and stuff like that uh, much so much more here than the US and stuff and we don't get that because we, we hear them singing, but it's in the normal language. So we don't know what it says at all. And they don't do subtitles. So it's kind of like you kind of lose something in it. But that dancing to me is what made this, I think, a, a higher level. Like if it wasn't for that, I might, I might have just called this trash. I, like I, I don't know if I – there's just some – I mean I, I can't say it's trash because I did enjoy some of it. But I also didn't, I, it wasn't, 
I don't know. I don't want it to sound like I didn't enjoy it, and I think people should see it. But it just, I would never call this a favorite movie, and I, I probably would never go back and watch any of it except for maybe that dance scene. I, I get you. I mean, to me, I, I, I still don't know why. It kind of defies <laughs> my own critique of, I'm, my typical critique of, of things. Uh, I like things that are a little bit more grounded. This certainly wasn't yeah. grounded. This was... No, no, this no. Was, this push, you know, puts... Uh, Rambo to shame as far as, as, as some <laughs> it's of even more than that it's, it's way more well, than that yeah Sean Hobbs and Fast and Furious on crack it's, you know yeah <laughs> but uh but but they still do such a impressive job getting you to to emotionally connect with these characters and okay and, I know. I do agree with you in a way. Okay, so we have we have the two main characters, and apparently these were um, and this is another one that probably is going to fall on on uh, deaf brains i should say <laughs> knowledge wise of the u.s audience that yeah uh these were actual uh true character or true fictional not true revolutionists true historic, from from yeah, yeah from historical history, sure. but it's very loosely based on <laughs> it's all made up it's made a backstory yeah it's yeah well not only that but in real life these two would were 20 years apart so they would have never they never had contact with each other uh if i'm not mistaken one of uh one of them was killed by the by the time the other one was like three years old or something like that so they would have never had any real contact with each other the director mentioned he was inspired by a movie called uh, motorcycle diaries that that kind of chronicled che guevara's backstory in kind of a fictitious way. Um, I didn't do too much research on that, so I'm not sure if my details are precisely correct. But but I think that's kind of what he was what he was interested. He, Here you're talking about he, evolutionist and what he also mentioned um Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. I was like, and and the whole sequence with Hitler dying at the end yep. and how unbelievably crazy that was. Yeah. And uh So I don't I don't take that away from matter of fact I don't I think if they didn't put that in there, this is this is this is almost like a uh an Indian Marvel movie in a way because they're very much superheroes. Uh, you know, um and they have you know, hidden identities and things like that. Um <laughs> So I, I don't take that away from my, but it's one of those things that I think if you don't understand that and some of the other nuances, you, you may lose some of the stuff. And maybe that's what happened with me. And I, I find out afterwards because I listen to podcasts afterwards and listen to what people say. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I get some of it. Oh, now I get some of that. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm reminded of? That Matrix uh, revo uh, Revolution, no, Matrix Reloaded sequence when all the Agent Smiths were attacking uh, Neo and it oh, was God. it kept getting more and more and then and then it yeah. finally goes more that that felt like the action sequences <laughs> were just kind of kept trying to top themselves in a more ridiculous way and you know the CGI was was very um, you know left American audiences kind of saying yeah that wasn't very good but some was good <laughs> some was less than good um, like the opening scene uh, with Beam <laughs> right where he's in the forest and he's being chased by a wolf. And, right. and first thought, this was at first, I'm like, this dude's out running a wolf. What the fuck? So <laughs> right away, I was like, something's not right. Uh, and then, then a tiger gets involved and, you know, and, and stuff like that. And so we get this kind of over-the-topness and he captures the tiger and there and he, there's just this, he roars in his face and he roars back. That's kind of where I got my tiger's blood uh, idea <laughs> right. going from. And so uh, I was like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of cool. That CGI was was fairly decent like it wasn't too bad like all the tigers in this were cgi and the up close one is it looks sharp as shit later on there's a there's another scene where there's a whole shitload of animals that they release into a compound oh my god that I cgi know. was horrible 
Yeah, I know they had that little disclaimer at the beginning. And I don't know if this was uh, the the movie or if this was just Netflix saying it, but no animals were harmed in the making of this. These were all CGI. And it's like, I don't think they needed to do that. (laughs) I I think everyone could look at this and go, no, yeah, that's all fake. But um, and I think but, that was in the real movie. I think uh, that I, was in the, the original. And I think as I started watching it, I was just like, I kept doing like a little forehead slap going, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But it, it, I don't know. It, it still seems to suddenly click and you, and you just, once you connect with these characters and connect with the narrative and, and the way they, I was impressed with how they did the flashback sequences to kind of fill in the gaps of their story and give them more and more motivation. So you kind of slowly learned who these people were, what the, what, what they well, were after. And I, th- I thought, I thought from a storytelling standpoint, it was very effective. Well, they didn't, they didn't really do a flashback with beam, right? He kind of, he kind of started off. Correct. He kind of started Raju, off. It was, it was Raju and it was, but it was yeah. still piecemeal. They didn't give you everything all at once. Yeah. It was little by little. And uh, the thing with Beam, and, and I think he's the more likable character in this, and, and it starts off with he's he's never a bad guy, right? He's never someone that you you don't understand his motivation. He's, if we haven't said the premise of this, this all starts with uh, uh, the, English, or, uh, the, uh, the English kind of governor or whatever he is, and his wife are in his village, and they, they basically steal a little girl. Uh, you know, they throw some change to the mom and take the girl. And, and then you know, bash and, her head in if, when she tries to get the daughter. Yeah. Back. yeah. Which, that, the violence in this movie was unexpected because that I hadn't heard anybody that said how good this movie was had talked about the violence. And I was so surprised. I was like, holy shit, this is brutal, right? There's a lot of brutal shit in this, and I was... it. it you know, watching this with Alyssa, who's not very much into to violence, uh, made it very difficult. She did watch it all with me, too. And, uh, you know, but it was definitely like, what the fuck? Uh, so but we get beam and he's always a good guy. Uh, Raju, we get introduced with him. He's in a compound in an English compound and surrounded by locals um, who were upset <laughs> About what, I don't know what they were upset about exactly, you know, uh, I'm sure if we knew more of the actual history of what it was or, you know, we we maybe would know. But, uh, you know, one of the guys throws a rock and it breaks a pitcher and the, the English commander says, bring me that guy. And everybody's looking at him like, we're, we're not going out there. We're outnumbered like 50 to 1. Oh, but it's, it's, Raju, it's like a 1,000 to 1. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well, Raju, he goes, fuck it. <laughs> grabs a stick and goes out there and just goes to fucking town. And at first I, you're kind of like, Oh, okay. He's just kind of a badass. He's, he's just beating people with a stick, which is pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, it just goes on and on and, you know, he starts to get overcome and then, you know, then uh, he's underneath a pile of people. And then all of a sudden the pit pile goes flying. Um, I'm not going to say they stole stuff from uh, Marvel, but they stole stuff from Marvel. Um, <laughs> Cause that scene, <laughs> that scene is, it's been done. But, you know, it's probably been done in a lot of other movies. I, I will make an uh, an asterisk to, at least from my point of view, I thought most of the action sequences in this movie were completely original. You know, they were still over the top, but it's like, it's like I hadn't seen so many things, you know, and God, their hand gestures 
were so funny. It's like they do a little like wiggle with their hands and they'd be able to communicate a thousand different sentences because you'd have some complex, crazy thing that happened after they kind of went, you know, just like gestures like this. And, and, well, that's and, the only one I remember. They, <laughs> the only one I remember that was is from the bridge. Well, there, but, Which, then, but then in the end, too, when they're doing the whole sequence with blowing up the, the castle at the end, it was another so, as they're dry, you know, riding along. So it but I thought it was uh, fucking funny just watching that. <laughs> like I said, the end, the end, I was kind of half in and half out. Like, okay. I know it was this this incredible, like crazy scene, this total like carnage of taking out all the soldiers. Uh, you know, I know he's he's dressed as a, a you know a, a god, a Hindu god or whatever it was. And oh my you know, gosh, and his man hair. You know, he, he comes <laughs> out with this 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 godly beard uh, after he's been in prison for a couple of months. Yeah. You know, it's like I am now groomed as <laughs> yeah as as a as a god. Yeah, but that's it's, it's I, like that. I, I, I kind of had already I haven't checked been fed out for that. a week and I can do yeah. I can do pull-ups and yeah. <laughs> just defy all this stuff yeah I had checked out in that that last when he kind of came out in the red sash and there were he was shooting everybody with a bow and did, did you what, check out because it was so I checked it out because no I checked out because I was done I okay. was tired it was too long because it was I, outlandish I, but for some reason I was still so invested and that's what I but, I, I still can't I part of me I, I wrote a note about the casting because the, they have this extraordinary radiance the cast to their countenance the way they kind of express themselves and I don't know if it's casting or if it's just the Indian gene pool but but, <laughs> but, but but they I was just even even at the beginning when that little girl's you know singing the one that gets taken you know she's incredible like, oh my god it, it's 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 not just the voice, but it's the way her her her. She was a beautiful moves. little girl. Yeah, yeah. she was and great. It, and so I don't know if that's casting or if that's just because even the the two heroes they just have so this the two charisma. heroes. <laughs> one of them I called guys... happy, and one of them I called striking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Beam uh, is well, both of them. Uh, Beam is um, I, I like to think of him as the dad bod hero because he 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 he's he's. Built, but he's not like ripped up and cut up and like his, his looks face. His face doesn't match his body, and and part of me wasn't sure if they were like superimposing some. No, I think he's just. Yeah, I know. I think he <laughs> just kind of got a dad bod. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you go, boy, uh, and um. But those two guys are huge stars, like yeah. probably two of the biggest stars in India. Um. So and they had never worked bef together before, apparently. And so this was and same with the director. And that's where the RRR actually comes from is from their names. Uh, oh. That was the work. That was the working title that they went under. That's right. I didn't it, see it was the working title. Yeah. Rama, Ram and do 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 Raja Maluli. I'm gonna, I'm butchering that. I'm okay. sorry. But uh, that, that but that's where sense. original. That's where the original RRR came from because that was the working title. That. And, and I'm, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I but they changed it to yes earlier, so I apologize. Well, I think they changed <laughs> it to Rise, uh, Roar, and Revolt, probably for the English audience because like they're gonna they, they need something. They're they're dumb Americans, right? You know? It's interesting. We're not culturally, <laughs> a, a, you know, comp comprehending necessarily everything that goes on with with because because you know a lot of people can look at this and go oh my god this is all woke woke filmmaking that that is putting white white uh people and and painting them as as ridiculous uh colonialists you know but but we really i don't know we don't know the culture so i don't know if it's fair well, to really go there 
but also at that time at that time that that is i mean that's legit that's that the, I, I think the, there's the still british some, i i think what i i read is that it, there's still some some commentary going on here that we're just not yeah. In, in tune with and so maybe if we were more in tune with it we might be like oh my gosh i'm very offended by this <laughs> Who you knows? know i don't i don't think people were offended uh you know even the, they say this did really well in, in britain and stuff like that where they are being put as the 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 bad guys essentially and i don't i don't i think it has some legitis legitimacy in in them showing the british government as the the bad guys because and it's not just it's not just the british government it's it's two select individuals or three select individuals that are total assholes uh you know we we got we talked about him either ray stevens played um scott uh buxton who was the major general colonel or whatever the fuck he was you know um he's the big guy and his wife uh played by allison dot uh duty was uh katherine buxton she was the most evil bitch in i mean you you i don't care what color she was you're gonna hate her because of her actions and and so it doesn't matter what color she is or race she is she was an evil bitch yeah so kind of kept the villains in their in their corner didn't try to give them any nuance or anything they were just evil and it was it was good because i was more interested in in the heroes and and their story so it didn't distract with a lot of things that's uh, right. Yeah. Well, what what kind of took it out of me in this one was is is the ebbs and flows in this movie. And it was, it was kind of like we had story, then crazy action, back to kind of mediocre story, crazy action, dance scene, uh, mediocre story. I get it. it was there action? Was of, there was a lot of whiplash, and I, you, I think I think probably culturally that's something that's probably a little bit more. I, to uh, me, it just more it, balanced in their cultural where, where where they come from. But I don't know. I I, I so really don't know. Here's what I understand too: is that uh, their movies typically are longer in India. That uh, the movies are typically longer, and they have a set intermission uh, where everybody gets up and goes and you know gets their popcorn, whatever. You know, it's like a it's like a they take it in in stride so that you kind of get to get that chance to get that blood flowing again because. I watched this straight. Like I should have, I, what we should have done, and and it was. I think we turned it off around ten thirty at night, eleven o'clock. So it was like already like fuck. Uh, <laughs> and we watched all the way through the last dance scene. We should have just said, "What the fuck is this credit shit?" and turned it off. But we didn't. Uh, we watched all the way through. Uh, no, that's good. I mean, that's. Um, no, I, I I I enjoyed it, but it was also one of those like. Like I didn't. I would have rather. I would have rather had a cool dance scene in the middle. But apparently, that's a common thing too in 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 uh, India or you know Tululi, Tollywood and Bollywood is is a big dance scene for the credits where, you know, the director gets to come out and dance and you know every cast member that was you know there for that day gets to come out and dance and you know they like to dance, which is perfectly fine and I have no problem with that. Um, as much you know, and and you touched on this too, the 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 bromance section. Yeah. Um, this was this was after kind of a, a a pretty cool action scene where again with the hand talk, you know the the train crashes on this this bridge and it's about to fall and it catches the water on fire and there's a little boy out there gonna fish for for Beam. He's out there telling Beam he's gonna get him a big fish, uh, and uh, Ra- uh, Raju's up on the bridge and this is before they meet. Right. And from fuck, I don't know, 300 yards or whatever, they, they <laughs> flick fingernails at each other. And all of a sudden they know, hey, 
come up here and we're going to do this fabulous, you know, which cool. One's riding a horse, runs riding a motorcycle. They tie ropes to each other and come back at each other and jump off the bridge on the opposite sides and do this swing, save the kid and big old India flag, you know, uh, <laughs> big, big, hey, we're the home team kind of thing. And, you know, people were talking about, you know, how did, pay, you, see, like, pay, did you check my cocktail? I used I saw, I saw. I made some flags to garnish my drink with. Uh, my... It was funny. I was listening to people talk about how patriotic this is. This this movie was for for India and stuff like that. And they were like, how much they loved it. And at the same time, this one guy was saying how much he thought it was really cool. And he goes, and he goes, how much he hated it, seeing that stuff in 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 U.S. movies. And I was like, what kind of fucking like, you're a dork. Like, if it's good in one movie, it's good. Like, just. It just drove me nuts to listen to people talk like that, but well, I was all for it. I, it worked out. I, I think it, that's it, what makes this movie interesting because we we're not a, we don't understand the culture, and so. I, but I didn't have a problem with it either, though. It's well, like, yeah, that's awesome. You're, yeah. You're, you're, well, you're, well, that's where I. I mean, I'm I'm still a little flabbergasted how much I enjoyed this when there were so many things about it that I would typically. Uh, you know, really, <laughs> you know, the, the CGI, the, the well, suspension yeah. of disbelief is just, it's like, you got to suspend your disbelief to the 11th degree and, and, well, but yeah, but, this is a superhero movie. This really is a superhero but, movie. This, but, that's but why I say it's Marvel. But typically the superhero movies, the ones that I'm so drawn towards are the ones that are grounded. Now I know guardians of the galaxy that, that, yeah. that goes into a different, different world. And it is it, it goes wasn't that your direction. number one. It was my number one. So, so maybe I like that. I like this idea of putting something in a different environment where you're not tied to that cultural need to, okay. to resonate with with what your current beliefs right. are and and so it just kind of you can escape from it this was this was pure escapism but but it is that's still... interesting because it to me this is more grounded than most marvel films in the fact that they predict they 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 showed right 1920s india real historical shit yeah for the most part with real historical characters True. that they based it off of and then said, "Nah, they got superpowers. They're, they're invulnerable. <laughs> they can they can jump eighty feet, <laughs> right? You know, they they never have to comb their hair. <laughs> Just these superpowers, like you know, they can so, rub their hands together and 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 heal their knees that have been yes bashed into oh my a God. pulp, and and suddenly you're now Fuck. you're now Rambo yeah. again." <laughs> So that's what I mean is I don't I don't see why you say this this isn't as grounded but maybe because it's a different culture that that takes it it like if this was done in the US would you have would you have had more of an issue because like if we went back well, and said well, oh wait wait here we go here we go Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter how'd you feel about oh, it Oh I was talking yeah, in fact I was talking to someone about that no I mean if they did a remake of this movie and they cast the rock and uh, and uh, oh, and um you know, it almost made me spit. Fast and Furious guy, uh, uh, <laughs> Jason John Statham. Huh? No, no, I was, I was thinking. Well, that, that is The Rock. Who's the baby? Who's the, uh, the not the babysitter? The oh, you mean uh, uh, Batista? No, uh, Batista no, and The Rock. Fast and the Furious, the main guy from Fast and the Furious. Oh, oh, uh, you're, uh, Groot. You're Groot. Uh, you're talking Groot. That's yeah, uh, Groot. Uh, Groot. <laughs> uh, oh, come Vin, on. Uh, Diesel. Where's Diesel? Bo? Uh, Text us. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Yeah, thank you. Vin Diesel. <laughs> I'm like, ah, 
but, yeah. but you cast them in this role because and and you, yeah, you mentioned Jason Statham and 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 The Rock with Shobbs and Haw, you know, or, or yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. I think I, I think I the, the uh, consonants in that. But uh, but I mean, they have ridiculous action sequences. I remember yes. watching Fast and the Furious, one of the Fast and the Furious movies with my wife, and there's this sequence on the freeway where there's jumping going on, and it just gets gets ridiculous. And we're in a big audience. This is pre-COVID when yeah, actually lots of audience members went to the theater <laughs> and, and you get crowds. Um, and, uh, you know, this whole thing went down and, you know, most of the audience members are in awe and my wife just lets out this cackle of laughter <laughs> because yeah. it's so ridiculous. And that's that's what this movie constantly does. But yes, but still. Uh, I, and and I, I often laugh at those movies and just like that's not my cup of tea if i could say that with <laughs> any sort of uh you know which is funny because that is usually my cup of tea I, I, <laughs> and i didn't care for it in this one and it's not i don't it's i have nothing I, against i enjoyed a lot of it but i think there's there's it, another video on youtube that i watched that was pretty interesting it was it was comparing it was saying why does rrr work and the fourth uh uh Thor? <laughs> no, no, no. The the uh, Marvel um, the uh, Phase Four, not. You know what? Oh. What? What have they done so well in this? And it talked. It talked about. It had five different things about what what resonated in this. That because they're all equally. You're you're right. They they've kind of got that superhero. They go mm -hmm. a little overboard, and and it was. It talked about their attention to character and 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 motivation and, and ways of kind of. It, it was an interesting listen. So. So um, that's that's something to check out if if you're, because because again it, I was searching for what the hell this movie did to make <laughs> me like it so much. <laughs> so, I know there's a lot to like with it. There is there there definitely is. Well, part um, of me is afraid that I was just attracted to that that bromance spark between you know the twinkle in their okay, eyes and, so and I couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> and that <laughs> no no I I. So as soon as we were watching that, Alyssa, Alyssa mentioned that. She goes, oh, look, it's you and Steve. <laughs> and, I, and I started laughing. And she goes, you, you can do a bromance uh, drink. And I was yeah. like, I was laughing about that. Well, and, and it's funny. Well, and you, people were, you look at my picture, I've got two drinks stacked on top of each other. So <laughs> that's <laughs> I, I did a little piggyback with my drink as, as well. So I got nice. Two, I'm two drinks in. I, my glass is empty. We might have to pause it so I can make another. <laughs> I, I'm, mine are empty, too. So I'm, I'm with you. Um, but one of the things. I did notice about and I loved all of it I thought it was great one of the things that did bug me was how quickly they became best friends right and not just best and, friends but it, well, here's a quote I have your friendship which is more precious than my life you know I think that's when he's riding on his on his, yeah. on his back after the dance off <laughs> but I mean it's they, but they don't tell each other what's going on they don't they don't really, if you if that person means that much to you but you don't tell them your secret uh, identity or, or what you're you know, it just didn't make sense. And that's where I think this yeah. movie went a little south for me is that Raja's character was so dislikable in some cases. And I understand that they go back into this. The, uh, they do the, the flashback to give us his backstory of why he was being this double agent. But it still doesn't take <laughs> it doesn't take away from the fact that he was still beating his own people. I understand that the, the, the end sometimes justify the means, but to be as cruel and do the shit he did and how bad he was and like the fucking shit he did to to uh beams 
you know, I don't know if his brother or just companion. I was like, man, this, this is a brutal motherfucker. And he just slips in and out. So I didn't know if I didn't. It almost I, took me out of like, I don't know if I believe your bromance, dude. You know I, what I mean? I was impressed with how I mean, that was the, the ultimate dilemma in, in act three for me was him trying to deal with this this conflict between, you know, his 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 promise to his to his youth or to his village you know he's going to bring yeah. guns and no matter what and and now he has this friendship i mean he, and he even says it in his letter to his his girlfriend or his wife uh, about 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 i i don't he just trying to balance that because because yeah. he always thought that that was the old it was more important to fulfill his promise than any you know any people yeah. along the way that get hurt you know he's going to do that um and that's the that's the yeah and that's of a to, double agent i guess yeah. but um but it was also it's also kind of like how do you, you how do you back that guy you're like you you okay so you know it's 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 the elite you know, stepping on the, the lowers to get to where they need to be, regardless of what it means. So it's not something to really say like, oh, my God, this is a this is someone to emulate. I, 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 mean, I know that's what took I, me out. I know it. it's still it's still very two dimensional on how it explores these these ideas and, and how they, you know, they're revealed through the, you know, the girl, the wife comes and finally tells his side of the, her side of the or. Or, yeah, or Raju's side tells of the story. his story. Or sorry, Beam started this. No, it's Raju's started the side of the story. It's, and and yeah. and and it's just like suddenly everything's good again. And it's kind of it's kind of simple minded. And but it but it still for me emotionally resonates. And I'm sorry, but I'm a little dumbfounded. I I know I, here, I can't here. I can't convince myself this. You know, in, I can't I can't find the sense to why it it hit me so. You hit me with that whip. <laughs> I ain't bringing your ass out of jail. I guarantee that. I don't care what your wife says. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it just, that's what I mean. Like, to me, it would have been a little bit more, more believable. Like pounding on the ground as they're, as they're going through and trying to. That was, that was kind of dumb too. Uh, I was kind of like, stick your hand out the fucking gate, you know, like he'll see you faster. Um, no, but it's like, I wish they would have. Instead of uh, having him go through with the whip thing, like if you really wanted me to believe that he had a turn, he should have had that turn there. He should have, you know, he already got the promotion. Like, fuck, find a way to find a way to flip and say, no, nah, I, I ain't the one. I ain't going to do this. And, you know, change the story up so that that's where he has his flip and he frees him. Then I believe the bromance was real. Otherwise, <laughs> nah, dude, you, you don't care for him. Believe you the really don't got to believe the blur. I like that. And that was, that was one of the best part of this. Like I literally the action, I, the first two thirds of this movie, I think up until the part where he turns on him when they attack, when he attacks the castle to free the, the, he calls her a sister. I think it's just a, a girl from the village that he's sworn to protect. But when, you know, when the animals all jump out until they have that fight, this movie was, was pretty damn good. You know, uh, that's that's kind of where I started to fall off a little bit, and then the you know the Passion of Christ whipping and stuff. I was kind of like, I don't want to see him. You know, Alyssa was not into that part of it, and then we get into the him freeing like it just it start it started to get hard to watch. Not yeah. because it was a not because it was like bad movie or or bad stuff or or overly violent. It was just like 
you, you're not keeping my attention. You're, and then the story, and then he goes and sees a, the 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 girlfriend or whatever. Which was it? His sister or his cousin? And from the, it's hard to tell what was going on there. And then you know, then he frees him from the prison. And then you get the big crazy fight. And by then, I had checked out. I I literally, I mean, I saw the fight, but I was. Another steal from Marvel, and other people were like, oh, my God, he threw a fucking motorcycle. I'm like, yeah, Captain America did it first, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't I, I don't think this says much because you could probably do this with most, most any bad movie. But but this is a, a movie where you get together with a bunch of friends and drinking a bunch of beer. Oh, my God. Go to oh. But, I mean, like I said, you you, you're 100% with, on that. You could probably do that with, <laughs> with any bad movie as well and just have a good time. But, but I mean, this I, is one where you, you interact with the screen. You scream at it. You, you Oh, my God. I thought about that, too. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we watched X with Alicia... And we were laughing and joking through that whole thing. I that's what I thought about with this movie uh, over the last two days. I was like, "This is the movie that you get to some friends together that you can." Uh-huh. And you don't do that. You don't do, do you it in think, a theater. What do you think Alicia would think of this movie? Oh my god! Oh my god! I could, I could just hear her. She would rip so oh much, <laughs> so much. Uh, but it's like the, it would be so much fun. Uh, to, uh-huh. to, you're right. This is this is a, a mystery science theater type movie where you sit in the seats and you and your friends fucking talk through the whole thing, making fun of shit, laughing at things. Uh, it, you're right. This that's what this movie. <laughs> that's the only way I'll ever watch this movie again. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But saying that, I still think people should watch it. And, and um, especially it's it's interesting, you know, if, if you're if you're like me and where you haven't divulged into a lot of other cultural movies like i've i've probably seen more asian films uh like old uh martial arts movies and things like that than any other uh you know foreign films from from uh you know the u.s base um and i love those and and i i think those are incredible but this is this is i mean i haven't watched a lot of indian films i think i've seen one bollywood film and i don't think i finished it um but it this is this is something that's worth watching it's very well done it, it has a lot to it. And like I said, you know, if you understand the history, maybe it's better. If you speak the language even better, you know, I, I don't know what could make it better uh, outside, you know, outside of watch this in, in, in shifts. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I definitely say this. Someone brought it up. This this has six acts. It's got it's got more than the normal three acts. And I was like, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. Like this is literally one that you could say, you know what, I'm gonna watch the first hour and a half. Like watch up to probably the dance, the dance scene. I think that's about an hour and a half in, maybe maybe a little bit less. But watch till about the hour and a half mark. Take a day off, <laughs> get some food, get some sleep, come back, and then I think it'd be better. Yeah, you know what? I originally watched I think the first half hour last time I talked to you. I'd only yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. I had only seen enough, and I I wasn't invested yet. You know, it it was to me I was already kind of trashing on it with with how. <laughs> ridiculous and outlandish it was but it what you know so i'm a little hesitant to say take a lot of time and watch it in shifts because then you don't quite connect with the characters as well sometimes i think the narrative the the continuity is going to is going to assist with that so i i'm kind of torn i don't know if it's better to i mean if you can if you can empty your bladder and you know sit (laughs) no no i think you i think you got to get away from it from a little bit you literally have to recharge yeah i i think so like like i said that that last hour I, I just was so unplugged from this that and i think it was because it was oversaturation 
uh, I was kind of, yeah, I just needed to pull away. And it wasn't because I didn't like the characters. It wasn't because I wasn't invested in the characters. It was because I was oversaturated with everything that was going on. And it goes from a high, right, dance scene, big attack scene, to a lull where it's very much a lot of talky-talky and <laughs> not a lot of other, you know, you know what I mean? Where, where we're getting into, like, the whipping and him escaping. And, I mean, there's a... A very small action scene in there where, you know, he's helping them escape where disbelief. I mean, one gunshot throws a car 800 feet, um, you know, and oh, it's, know. Like, <laughs> it's like, come on. It was like, and, well, and then the tree that finally smashes the other car and that launches. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the Volstag into the air? Yeah. And his gun just kind of presents himself and he, he does yeah. some sort of crazy shot while he's being flung in midair. With, you know, in the poise of just like someone in complete control of his senses while he's being. Well, I mean, he's a high level British <laughs> officer. I mean, that's that's what they're bred for. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it just it uses slow motion sometimes <clears throat> to a ridiculous fashion. Although I question, you know, I was watching there's some of the dance sequence, especially that. Well, the, the, the main dance sequence, there's there's a there's a moment and I, I didn't look this up on YouTube, but I'm I'm not I can't tell. Because they're going, they're doing this fast kind of shake and stuff, and it's really, really cool. But there's a moment where it looks like they're going in slow motion. And the more I watch it, the more I'm convinced that that's actually a, a, a real-time dance move where they actually slow down in, in, in real, like that's, that's, possible. What that's what they're doing. Because the background is, is, is in, in real time. It's possible that, that it's, you know, it's, it's filmed differently where they film the background and stuff like that. But I'm curious if that's just a dance style. Maybe one of our listeners can, can uh, send us a message on whether or not, so I, don't <laughs> have, so I don't have to do the YouTube thing and find out, but, uh, right. but in, in a lot of cases though, they really overutilize slow motion in a, in a kind of a ridiculous fashion little, to little Zack accentuate, Snyder. accentuate the, the, the action. <laughs> Little, little Zack Snyder, another, yeah. another, uh, I'm watching the preview here real quick. Another thing they stole straight from uh, Marvel is uh, him on the old school punching bag and blowing it up. You know, that's straight from Captain. <laughs> that's right. I mean, he punches and it basically kind of, you know, blows out the back. Yeah, blows out the back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that literally. I what mean, about, I know. so what about the arrow going through the tree and the guy's like, Whoosh, I barely made it. But then he does that karate kick, you know, that leg kick and smashes that was kind of cool into it and takes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of cool. I, I I admit there is some fun things in this, but like I know like the whole motorcycle kicking up and throwing, that was legitly done out of I believe it was Age of Ultron. Like Captain America does that exact same fucking move. So I'm like not that original. I, you know, it's funny when all the animals left out of the, uh, you know, when they do the, the, the castle, uh, yeah. you know, and all the animals la left out in slow motion. It totally reminded me of, of Age of Avengers Ultron when all the yeah. Avengers go, you know, <laughs> hit that slow motion snapshot <laughs> of, of all of them jumping out. It's like in oh, the very beginning. The, the, yeah. Yeah. The Avengers. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, that was that was my that was the other part that I, no, that that castle attack scene. Um, <laughs> crazy, like so much is going on. Uh, and this is where we get the turn uh, from Raja where he turns in him and beam fight. And it's like no remorse. Like this is where I don't believe he really cared about beam a lot because <laughs> he just total, like no remorse in the, in everything. And like it, why didn't he just find out why he was there? <laughs> you know, it's like, Hey, Oh shit! I'll help you get the girl out. Then maybe you can help me by turning yourself in. 
I'll get promoted and I'll get you, you know, like they could have done something so much better. Like, but it was just, I don't know. That's it. It took me out of it and it made it hard to, to really root for, uh, um, Raju at all. Um, you know, as pristine as he is and as muscular as he is and that mustache of his, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's a very striking guy, but it also made me kind of go, fuck you. You're that, <laughs> you know, you're that, that perfect dude at school that gets all the girls and just, you hate. Like where Bean was, like I said, he's got that dad bod. He's on your side. You know, he never, he never had a bad word to say about anybody. He's, he's your bud. He's the one that he's going to give you a piggyback ride after you get sick at the frat party. You know what I mean? You know, that's, that's just... It, it was hard to it was hard to root for Raju in this, and I don't know if, if that's the same with everybody. And maybe that's what took me out of it too. Is I was like I just never really cared much for him. Okay, yeah, I I don't I don't know what what to say except that he <laughs> went overboard on so many things that oh yeah that seemed to be a very um, typical tale of you you know two people not knowing what their true motives were and they they become friends. You know, this was Tale of Two Cities. This was you know, uh, you know, I thought of that, you know, that what's that line when, you know, the guy's on the guillotine, because this has the whole flogging at the end. It reminded yeah. me, it's like, it's a far, far better thing that I do now. Y- you know, th- this way of trying to come up with some sort of redemption because your whole life has been driven towards one thing. So I, I think, I think the, the, the tale, this is almost like, I also thought of like Paul Bunyan and his ox, because <laughs> it's very much a tall tale. It's, it's very, yeah, yeah. it takes things to extreme. It's like, it's like the whole story, you know, you, you, you think of the, the people in this culture telling the, the stories of these revolutionaries, you know, these, these revolutionists that did that, you know, finally overcame the colonists and pushed them out and stuff. What about, you know, you tell them tall tales about their backstory. Well, you know, he fought off a tiger and he, you know, did all this stuff. And, and, and so it, it felt fair. It, it, it felt fair storytelling. This is just, this is just tall tale storytelling. And, um, and I, I think they gave the, the type of emotional resonance to it to make it work. Um, so, <laughs> no, no, you're you're right. It is a, it is a tall tale, and like I said, like if someone was telling me that like a hero of the country was as bad of an asshole that Raju was, I'd be like, <laughs> really? He's still a good guy just because he puts on some pajamas and kills people at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, it was. It's it's definitely a tall tale. It's it's definitely a fairy tale, uh, and it is it is over the top, and it magically it's it's a it's a very fun uh ride for what it is and like i said i just i think the length yeah mr toad's wild ride i like it <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely i mean it, it and like i said that last battle that last big battle in the woods with the fire everywhere and soldiers dying left and right and these guys doing all these amazing things and jumping through woods and killing people shooting you know 400 arrows at once and you know just going crazy I was so done at that time. I maybe I just if I saw that maybe if I saw that first maybe it'd be a little bit different. Um, you know, it's interesting that we're you know last week we did everything everywhere all at once. We're doing this our, our this week. In a couple of weeks, I think we're going to do that banshees of yeah yeah initiative. These are these are all very interesting, unique tales that just I've never I've never seen before. They're they're doing something to me that that. <laughs> I, I don't quite 
know where to, where to where to file away in my my brain, which which is exciting. I know, and we've done a lot of the Marvel stuff, and, and yeah. they've gotten there's some that are that are great, and some that aren't quite so good. But the, but they're all kind of after something that that just resonates as a as a solid movie. These I, are just, I think these are all touching you on. And they're, they're they're touching that little bit of your uh, uh, brain where it, your your filmography studies is is lying. It's 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 it, they're they're putting a little flame under that that uh, yeah. old Steve, <laughs> right? They're getting him excited. Where we're Marvel and I and this is you know lizard brain me is like oh Marvel 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 and, you know, <laughs> and so you know you I've been dragging you through the the mud with me on those and, no, and so well, I can see where no no I mean I love Marvel. They are not the best they're not they're not cinematic masterpieces i guess maybe they are cinematic masterpieces but they're not they're not the the best stories ever they're they're comic book stories right they're fun to read what are comic books supposed to do get children reading you know what that that's what got me reading i was a bad a bad reading kid until uh i started reading comics and that got me to read books you know i'm still not great i mean maybe if i'd have done that earlier and maybe Got to better books. I don't know, but that's. I mean, so yeah. And I can Marvel see movies where... make you read audiobooks. Kind of <laughs> stick with the digital medium, yeah. <laughs> I well, I I do love audiobooks, and and I don't I don't do audiobooks because I don't want to read. Um, I do it because time wise, because yeah. I can I can get a ton of audio in, uh, especially with the way my job is. Yeah, uh, reading and, is an investment. Uh, you have to basically dedicate everything in in that moment well, to just and, looking at a book. I, whereas, yeah, you can. I I still have I, with audiobooks. I still have a reading disability, so it takes me longer, and so it 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 makes it very difficult for me to to sit down and read a large book. You know, most people knock that shit out in a couple of days and I'm like two weeks in and I'm like, there, there have been times where I'll, I'll, I'll knock a book out fast, but um, it is it is more difficult. So, yeah, it's and I but I think that's I think a lot of that, you know, these movies that we're seeing now where they they are so much different than what we've been doing. Right. We've, we've done a lot of American basic movies where marvel and some of the the blockbusters and some of the some of our our throwbacks you know have, have yeah. been just the normal uh u.s um american cinema where you know it's 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 set up a certain way you know we haven't done a lot of these deep thinking movies so well, i think these even, are these are lighting like a fire week, under you even next week we've got wakanda forever that we're going to be talking about that's in the marvel universe but it does try to make itself a little bit more unique. It tries to come up with its own storytelling. And, you know, it'll be interesting to talk about what those differences are because, you know, you can get the same old, same old, which sometimes works tremendously. I mean, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm really excited about Quantumania, but, uh, oh, and, and, yes. and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I can see your expression. I'm not, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of Wakanda forever, but it, it offered something that was still, um, it, it still existed on its own plane and didn't didn't try to just uh, mimic the MCU universe. Uh, and and so so I'll be interested in, in seeing that again, because I, I think that drops on uh, Disney Plus today. So we'll be able yes. to, to revisit it before before we get to it next week. Yeah, it's out now. So, yeah, get get it on there. Watch that. Um, uh, not just you, but our listeners. Yeah, if you haven't watched Wakanda yet. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about that one. There's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about in that one, but yeah, quantum manium, man, I'm, I am <laughs> stoked for that one. That one looks to me, that looks like the best film out of phase four that we're going to get. 
Um, so I am, I'm all for that one. I just, I think that is going to be the one that really gets, gets us back. I think, I think there's a little bit of Marvel fatigue going with a lot of this phase four. And I think this is the one that kind of knocks that out of the park and, and gets us back. We'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is this is like I said. This was the biggest or most expensive film out of India, but it has gotten so much press around, uh, you know, other cultures and other countries and stuff like that. I think that people may we may start to see more attempts at this at least. You know, I don't know. Um, the director yeah, got is, me is, to watch it. You know. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean the the buzz the buzz yeah. got me. You know, a lot of people talked about it and and. You know, I I would have probably never watched that if it wasn't for, you know, listening to, to other podcasts that talk a lot about, about movies and things like that and, and doing a podcast that talks about movies and shows. I probably would have not gone out of my way. I would have never gone and seen this in the theater had I just watched the trailer, I, I'm pretty sure. I agree. I Well, again, I watched a half hour and I wasn't really sold on it. It was really kind of investing in the whole experience. And I don't think I would have done that if it hadn't been for this podcast. You know, the, you know okay, we got to talk about it. So I got to, I got to, <laughs> I got to watch it. But, uh, but yeah. it, it changed my mind uh, watching it. So. So I'm just, I got it going here on IMDb. They keep rolling through the same stuff. Uh, you know, we did talk about the bromance portion of it and, and how how it is such a different um, ideology in India, uh, you know, where where they they see them as just good friends and that, that is possible. Like male friendship is... is, is different there you know I don't, I don't want i don't know what the right words are to say where you know here you got two guys that act like that and everybody's like oh my god they got to be lovers and and, <laughs> this, and, and, it, and it irritates me so much because you know a lot of things we hear i hear i should say i hear in in podcasts i listen to is everybody's like oh my god if you, you gotta have you know if males are close they they gotta be in a uh you know a romance and i'm like why can't we promote close male friendship it's it's okay to promote well Close yeah. female friend, like why is that so bad in the U.S.? Why does everything have to either be you can't have that or you got to be gay? It becomes kind of mocked. I mean, we did the podcast on Roadhouse, and right, and you know there there was a lot of a lot of people kind of poking fun at the at the at the bromance with Patrick Swayze and and what's the Sam what's Elliott, the Sam Elliott, you know him showing off his his. How uh, could you his, not love that mustache? His pubes and stuff, and, and, and you know, but. But maybe it's coming back because they're remaking that. You got Jake Gyllenhaal, and I, I don't know who he's cast with. They, you know, they're remaking Roadhouse. We'll see. Maybe they're trying to bring the bromance back in a way that isn't as as mocked anymore. But but it's not easy. It's 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 masculinity is still something that that. Well, okay, but here's this is this is the thing that bugs me, and 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 I want to get into this a little bit. Is I um I don't want to point fingers at at at. Uh, people's ideologies and stuff but it's like it's the group that wants to promote diversity and all this they're the first to say oh masculinity is bad and but if there's two guys that are 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 just close friends they got to be gay and it's like well wait why can't why can't you be masculine and and be close and have a close friendship with a, a friend if you're a male right it's apparently it's okay for females it, to have close friends i i think I think breaking balls, you know, breaking your ball and breaking your balls is kind of a, a form of how you deal with, uh, you know, how you mock masculinity, how you mock people, you guys mock each other in that way. So, so I think it kind of goes along with, 
masculinity. If someone, if two guys are being a little too close, you're going to, you're going to call it out and you're going to make fun of them. But it's, I don't know if it's necessarily always something that is bad. It's just something that is worth mocking because, because, because that's what guys do sometimes. (laughs) But that's what I mean is you got, you've got a, you've got a side of people that are so against, uh, you know, male masculinity and, and how it's a toxic masculinity, but yet if they act any kind of, 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 um, you know, show any kind of feelings or, or, you know, caring for another male, specifically another friend. And they, they should all of a sudden it's now they're mocking them as being, Oh, now you must be gay. And it's like, well, why, why can't I, well, someone... I think, I think a lot of people, when they point to toxic max masculinity, they're poking, they're pointing to the people that are resistant to expressing themselves in a way beyond just the macho, you know, it's, it's, but as soon and, as, as soon as someone so... does that though, but as soon as someone does that, then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, you must be gay. Like you must be a closet. It's like, no, why can't someone be masculine and have a masculine personality, but also show, uh, you know, feelings for this other person, another male, you know, without, without it being uh, a romantic thing. And that's the, that's where I have a problem with it is, is, is there's a lot of people that like to poke fun or, or poke holes at people that are masculine or, or have them. Yeah. It's a U.S. thing. It is. There is a problem with it. it, it, Americans are that way. I think a lot of it is our own, our own uh, insecurities with our ourselves. We don't have masculine friends, so we're gonna we're gonna call out other people that, or we don't have bromances. So, and and we you know we seek that well, sort of bond with with someone, but for some reason or another, it's not there. So we're gonna call someone out and poke fun at them when they when when uh, you know I so so I, I think it I, I think it's. It's a lot of it is just insecurities that manifest themselves. Right. I think, I think, well, and I think that is a big problem is, is in the entire U S no, I mean, there, I don't think there's anybody that's not has a little bit of this, but you people lash out at those that aren't yeah. exactly like them. But that was something and, that I was so drawn to in this movie. In, but that's a cultural you know, thing too. Yeah. That cult, that part of me that's American is, is looking at and going, Oh my God, this is kind of, they're being all fruity and stuff like that. And then you just, you, the more they do it, you get more and more almost envious or it's like, this is, this is something I want, you know, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Why can't, why can't I jump on Noah's back and run around and, and, and pull my out knees. my, pull out it my has, uh, guns and start shooting people. It has, and, and it has nothing to do with, except for my knees. If it wasn't for my knees, we could do that. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it's funny. Someone brought this up that in, in Indian culture too, like males can, uh, you know, walk up and, and quite often do walk around holding hands and things like that, where, you know, you do that in the U S and, and it's a whole, you know, different thing. And I was like, I was like, God, you know what? I almost would like to just fucking challenge that. Like just next time we're, we're out in the store or something, I'm going to grab and walk. We're going to hold hands. I just want to <laughs> see someone say something. Um, but no, it's just one of those things. It, it just, that I was really appreciative of. And I was like, I wish, you know, I almost wish it could get that way, but I mean, there's just, there's so many toxic trolls and I'm not it, here in the U S that, if you're not if you're not on their side, all of a sudden you're you're the most evilest person, and and that is across the U.S. and it's it's horrible that that is the way it is, and I think that's why we can never get to that point. Um, and that's what was refreshing about watching this is that, mm-hmm. you know, I that that whole I never I never got to the point where I was like, oh, this is getting creepy. I just was like, man, these guys are, this is what friendship is about, you know, fully just being able to enjoy yourself regardless of whatever you're doing. You know, my biggest thing was like, how, like, how did they get through all this and just not talk about what was really going on? You know, <laughs> that was, that was my only yeah. thing. It was like, 
Well, the whole montage where they became friends, I was just trying to put Vin Diesel and, and, and Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson and just try to say, see how that scene would play out. And <laughs> if you saw that in an American movie, it would be it would be mocked, you know, and, and oh they, my would, God. they would play it for laughs. They would play it Deadpool style, you know, the way. No, you, you, that's how we change the U.S.'s uh, mentality is we do. We got to get we got to get. Um, the Rock is a good one. I don't know. I don't know if Vin Diesel. He's he's a little. He's well, a they, little. They, too... I mean, they were both in Fast and Furious, so that's why. Yeah, no, but we got to get another person that's that's almost un unapproachable, you know, untouchable by the, by the U.S. in in like how masculine he is, where you know there's and then have him and The Rock do that and don't make it comical. Don't make it. Don't make it joke. Like do it exactly like they did it, and then people go well, fuck, and then have those actors come out and say, yeah, no, this is cool. You know what I mean? That's how we get it to change. You know, maybe <laughs> I don't know. It would be it would be kind of funny to see what would happen if they did this in a U.S. <laughs> style. Uh, you know, I don't know. It'd be the British would be the bad ones again. Apparently, uh, you know, I I don't know who else they would you know <laughs> cast as the evil. Um, but no, this is it was a good movie. Uh, a lot of practical effects in this too, which was nice. Um, Especially since the CGI was pretty bad. Wait, what practical effects? Give me an example, because I didn't find many practical effects. Oh, a lot of the fire and explosions, and uh, okay. like the, the 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 train falling off the bridge and all that. That was all practical. That had to be miniature, though, right? Miniature, but still yeah. practical. Okay. I mean, it it's just not CGI. Yeah, yeah. Fire is uh, a tough one when it, you can you can you get a sense of miniature when it comes to fire because it's hard to scale yeah. fire when you see it as a smaller. A smaller uh, miniature. A lot of it looks. Yeah. yeah, a lot of they're blowing stuff up, and a lot of that was all was done as miniatures. But that's what I meant by as as yeah, that's practical. That's interesting because they, they were talking when I was doing some watching some behind the scenes on Ant Man. They were talking about the challenge with trying to recreate water at a miniature scale or at a, at a large scale oh. because it 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 behaves differently. And they did a lot of a lot of computer generated water, or they 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 really focused a lot on that just so that you didn't get a sense of of this what's the what's the scene oh actually you know another another movie that i saw and this was back in the 80s this was uh, our short round movie was temple of doom when they dumped the water and how oh. they how they could create that sequence without the water looking like it was you know the very end of the movie when they're trying to flood them out of the of the mines and they dump that right, huge right. vat of water and they did a lot of interesting things to try to make that work and i can't remember that obviously wasn't cgi uh, yeah, <laughs> not back then. 1984, <laughs> but but uh, but interesting. Yeah, um, but here, uh, yeah, it did look it did look a little off. <laughs> I yeah, I, I thought most of it was pretty good. I, like I said, I did like the fact that you know there was some practical and stuff like that. And I don't you, think you miniatures knew. is practical, but but I see what oh, you're I, saying. I, not computer generated. Yeah, I do because it's it's a scale. I mean, but yeah. they physically had to make it happen. Like, yeah, which, means which makes total sense. That's what they did in Lord of the Rings with a lot of a lot of practical effects with the scale of, yeah. of Gandalf yep. with with the hobbits. Yeah. Yep. So, no, this is this is good. Like I said, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to get me to go run out and try and find more uh, Tallulah films or Bollywood films that I'm like, oh my god, I got to see. Uh, th there might be some good ones out there, but I don't know. I mean, it's. I funny thing is, is I thought through this is like, what would have made this better? And I needed another dance scene. Uh, <laughs> I needed, uh, Cause it, that was literally the best part of this whole thing. Um, I think it was one of the few things that I was like, Oh my God, this, this to me is like, 
this is unique. This is such a high level and so entertaining. It was that, a needed uh, ingredient. I agree with you there. If it wasn't there, the, yeah. the, the movie would have probably not quite, you know, it, it drew those characters together in a way, in a, yeah. in a good way too. Thing I did find out about it, like that's a, they're dancing for 10 minutes easily. <laughs> I mean, it's a long fucking dance. Right. So what I found out is, is they dance, they do like one minute of just, going at it like hard dancing and then they take like a good 15 minute break and then they come back and they'll do a, like a, a minute and a half or two minutes but it's like multiple shots of them you know dancing their ass off fucking and then taking like a half hour break or a, an hour break and then coming back and i was like yeah i could see that because that's how they get ripped like that because if they're having to train that's that true sort of stuff it's like screw the tigers i want to train for the <laughs> dance off you know well that's I, I think, and maybe it, may, it might be a cultural thing too. Is I think that's that's more uh, more people dance, and 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 these type of dances are are more you know prevail, not prevail. prevalent, yeah, uh, throughout the culture. Like I, I guess Indian weddings have a lot of like choreographed type dance like this sure. where well, this had know. that whole sequence out on the bay when when the all the people it's out oh. they rescued the kid and they're all <laughs> they, stacked on people and he then they get that's fucking crazy to the top and, and you look at that and go my god this these are really and then they all collapse and you think okay how many people died <laughs> from that exactly <laughs> that's what i was seriously i was like uh someone described it as a human cake and i was like yeah, <laughs> yeah i can see that cake, absolutely they, they, yeah, they climbed up. I was like, oh, but yeah, when it collapsed, you know someone got hurt in that. There's just no fucking way. You, the, but yeah, I mean, the the whole town was in it. They were and they're dressed the same. I mean, you gotta you gotta have someone coordinating all that shit. So people got. <laughs> but it, it it adds to the fun, and that's where I almost if I was gonna if I saw something again, even if it was as as crazy, uh, over the top, you know, superhero we like. I would almost like to see more of the dance stuff. Um, apparently, the director has another film that's supposed to be really good. Um, people that were saying that this was one of their favorites was, uh, uh, looks like Buddha Bali. And I they did a second uh, one. I think it had a sequel too. There, there's like yeah, 2015 and 2017. Buddha Bali, the beginning, and Buddha Bali Two, the conclusion. Uh, people are saying that's those are really, uh, really, really good too. Might be worth watching. I don't know if it's worth podcasting on, but might be worth watching um, from the same director. So could be good. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe I'll have to find out where where it's playing just to see. Uh, yeah, no fun. It, fun. It was it was it was a good movie. Like I said, I am never never planning on sitting down. A, a and slim watching thumbs it all. up from Noah. A big thumbs up from me. <laughs> and. Uh, you well, know, go in with some popcorn and a bunch of your friends and plan on this is a this is a interacting with the movie. This is a I, a high recommend. Okay. But it's not going to be a high recommend that this is going to be on your greatest movie list ever. This is a high recommend that for the experience. Probably, yeah, this yeah, is an exactly. It's worth having. Yeah. You know, it's a, uh, another thing was people were talking about, a couple of people were talking about the, the movie theater experience with this uh, with certain people, and they were saying it's like big party atmosphere, people going crazy and dancing. I would fucking hate that. Well, it could be like oh a Rocky God. Horror Picture Show type thing, you know? I would fucking hate that. Yeah. I swear, like, I've watched, I've seen these videos uh, on YouTube and different things where, like, Marvel, the first, you know, first week of Marvel, and people are fucking losing their fucking minds in the theater, and you can't even hear what's going on. I would, I would fucking hate, like, cheer... 
for a couple seconds and then fucking shut up so people can hear the rest of the movie. Like I just <laughs> well, you and I differ on that. I know we've talked. No, about I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's what I mean is they were talking about. Oh my god, this great, you know. And I guess that's how it is in India a lot. Is it's a big fucking party, and I'm like, oh my yeah. god, I would not want to be I part of that. I so miss that in American theaters. <laughs> I, I remember Die Hard. Two with Avengers, which is a bad movie, but but I had a, I had a blast because it was a, a full house, and I, and and I and I compare that to the last time the last time we saw, or you know, I think I was with you, we saw the last Star Wars movie, um, yeah. which you know is always such a huge audience and experience watching an opening day and making a big deal out of it, and we were in the theater that you know you couldn't even see the audience because everything was all the nude style of seating where it's just yeah. you're you've got your little throne you know <laughs> and stuff and and you can't see people and and i know and I that's, that i know you love it and, and <laughs> me it's just like where's the audience where's the experience i think, I think your it? wife loves it too yeah i know <laughs> so. i i just i i mean i get it i i i'm all for the excitement before but, but that's the also, type of movie too, because there's other movies. It's like no way do I yeah. want do I want to be interrupted. Uh, you know, it drives me nuts. But that's I mean that yeah to me that's and so when people were talking about that, so I guess that's kind of a, a typical thing for the Indian cinema. And I was like, well, I, I know Steve would probably be into that. I would be like, <laughs> nope. Nope, fuck you. Shut all your asses up. Like, which is which is different. Watching it at home, it's it, it's in a smaller thing, and when you know everybody, it's a little bit different. But in in the in a regular theater, I would be so mad, like people talking. So, you know, uh, I you watched know, it you, on my own, but then I had to go out to my wife and like pull it up on Netflix. It's like you gotta watch this scene. You gotta watch this scene. My daughter came over today, and I I did the same thing for her too. I showed her, I showed her the scene where they where they go under the bridge and meet, and then of course the dance scene too, and so. Right. <laughs> try to convince her to watch oh, it <laughs> she might i could, I could see her watching it yeah. so yes um oh i had pulled up uh oh so um the the buddha bali if i'm saying that correctly is actually on netflix also okay so there you go steve there's something else for you to watch for sure uh it actually looks very exciting uh <laughs> in the preview very much the over the top supernatural i mean it's yeah, I think I think it's going to be a lot of what we just saw, but maybe even better. Um, so, uh, yes. So that was that was RRR. Um, I I think we've talked. I mean, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, there, no, there's so no, much it's good. That I we mean, didn't talk about lot, so much of what we're talking about is just how over the top it is, and <laughs> how it how it somehow still manages to be exuberant and entertaining. So I think that's yeah. that's. That's the I, uh, <laughs> we're going to get this out. We're going to get this out early tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to get this on Facebook. Uh, if you, if you listen to the podcast, find us on Facebook, uh, and, and make some comments on, on, on what you thought about it too. Uh, so we can uh, hear what other people have to say. I know Nina is going to have something to say about it. Uh, cause she, she said in a text how much she, uh, enjoyed that movie. So I kind of would love to hear her take on it. Uh, I'm sure she'll be more in your camp than mine, but you know, that's, <laughs> I'm gonna that's try typical. To cut, I'm going to try to cut together a little 30 second ad. To, to post nice. uh, tomorrow as well. We'll see how my uh, my computer. Well, your struggling. last one was in, <laughs> your last one was incredible. So if it's anything like that, it's going to be great. Uh, I know I got my pictures. I I did film, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to cut together any videos. Yeah, right now time. it's just me the, making my drink. But we'll make sure we start integrating yours too, and we can get that footage as well as we start. You know, maybe that's what I got to do is I got to film it and send it to you, and you you do your magic. Yeah. 
Yeah, make it a one minute <laughs> clip instead of a 30 second. We'll see. Yeah. Do two, do two different drinks. All right, we'll figure yeah, yeah. it out. Uh, so, yeah, if you're still with us, thank you. Uh, find us on all the platforms. Uh, make sure to review, rate, and subscribe, or rate, review, and subscribe, however you want to do it. I don't care what order. Just make sure all three happen. <laughs> uh, it helps us out a lot. Uh, find us on Facebook uh, or on uh, Instagram. Look for HWSI Podcast on Instagram. I'm not even sure. I think it's just the the HWSI Podcast also on on. Uh, there might be some periods Facebook. in there, too, but HWSI, you know, <laughs> any... No. Nor There's a company out there, but we're yeah. gonna we're gonna overtake it. Um, <laughs> actually, one of the things I was thinking about is is I realized that our 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 Facebook group is is private for some reason. I need to I need to I think I need to start it over and make it public, and okay. that way pe- more people can interact with it. So I gotta figure that out. Um, yeah, uh, email us at the dot podcast at gmail and let us know. Uh, what you thought, uh, what you want to hear. Uh, if you got some drink suggestions too, that'd be awesome. I'd love to hear if, if someone's had one of our drinks and thought, you know, that was pretty good. Or, <laughs> oh my God, your guys' taste is horrible. Why would you drink that? Uh, either way, it works for me. Uh, love and to hear. Why did you any... stir last week's drink rather than <laughs> shake it? You know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know I, I, it's funny. I shake a lot of the ones I do for the fo- podcast. Uh, but when I'm making stuff at home, unless it's like a whiskey sour, a lot of times I just stir. I'm like, I, just, I got no time. I don't want to have to clean another shaker. Although I did buy a new, a nice new shaker that uh, closes up nice and tight so it doesn't yep, pop nice. off. Good. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's it for this. Uh, unless you got anything else, Steve? Nope. That's it. Hail Caesars. Hail Caesars. What does that mean?